Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Happy Monday to you. Today, um, it's such a gloomy, as I'm recording this, it's such a gloomy day today. It's, I'm kind of, I don't know. (laughs) I was over winter and now I'm just over this gray, gloomy, rainy days. Um, I just, I need some sunshine and some nice weather in my life. Hopefully by the time this podcast comes out, that's what we're in. I'm enjoying all this nice weather. (laughs) Um, Today, I'm going to talk about, um, so somebody asked me, can you tell me some or tell us some bad DIY experiences? Like, you know, it's it's good to see when it always works out, but um, it's not so fun. Or it's also fun to see um, when things aren't going as planned or didn't go as planned or just up some bad DIY experiences. And as I am recording this, we are um, knee deep in a bathroom makeover that was supposed to not take this long. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Like, it's just, it's like we would take two steps forward and then 15 steps back. And I'm like, what is even happening? So still in it, still don't have a sink. And I think we're on week three in the bathroom. There's no mirror. Um, Like, we can still shower in there and we can still, the toilet's fine, but it's just like, I'm just ready for all of the stuff to be out of our bedroom, you know, and just to get ready normally in the morning. (laughs) I'm just looking forward to that. So I'll be talking about some of that today, uh, but some other things that over the years and some things that we've learned that uh, that didn't go so well and things that we've learned from those things and that we would never do again. But so number one, um, I'll just go start with the bathroom that we're working on. We are, I wanted vertical wood planked walls in the bathroom that kind of come up um, over my height a little bit so over five feet um i wanted the vertical wood planks and then some trim on the top and trim on the bottom and we had actually i think it was last year we were at a yard sale and um last year when like you couldn't get anything anywhere wood you couldn't get you know supplies anywhere and we and we went to this garage sale and they had actually like four packages of this cedar planking and we've used it we did Landon's room in a cedar planked um like horizontal on one of like a feature wall that I really loved we have done you know wood planked walls in flip houses and everything so anyway when we saw it it, they were a dollar a piece and they hadn't been open and I'm like oh my gosh yes like we will use that And, and that's one of my tips I tell people when you're out yard sailing or if you find supplies you know like wood you know screws, you know, electrical, you know, pieces that you may use, anything like that, like pick them up. Even if you don't have a project in the works, you know, you you will use them down the line and you save so much money because you have these things on hand. So anyway, so when I was talking about the bathroom makeover and kind of what I envisioned, I'm like, Matt's like, oh my gosh, we have those four packages of the wood, you know, that we got at that sale. So that'll save us so much money. Um, You know, we only have to get like three more or whatever it was. Um, So I'm like, yep, that's great. Let's do it. Uh, So (laughs) they were like not exactly the same size for the new ones we had to buy, but they were so close you couldn't tell, right? So I was fine with that. Like I didn't, that, okay. And 
So Matt went ahead and he put, um, you know, he's putting the vertical wood planks on the wall and um, everything's great. And then um, we were patching the, you know, the nail holes where you nail them on the wall. We were patching those so we could paint because I was painting all this. And um, and so then once the patch, the like the wood filler was dry, Matt went over it with like a damp cloth. It's it's we didn't really have to sand it. We didn't think. Um, and, and now that we're thinking about it, we know kind of more what happened. But he just used a damp cloth and it came off. Um, and then I went in, I want to say the next day, and I started painting. And so I'm painting the wood um, the wood on the wall. And I'm like, I feel like I'm like going over bumps here. Like what? Like, you know, like you're, you've got the roller and it's like over a speed bump back down, over a speed bump back down. I'm like, what is even happening? So... Then I, I'm like, well, just keep going. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. And so I got like a whole section of the wall done. And then I, I can't remember what happened. I had to maybe pick up Gabrielle or something. And I came back and I walked into the bathroom. I'm like, oh my gosh, there are speed bumps on the wall. Like all the wood was, not all of it. There were sections of it that were like, looked like speed bumps on the wall. Like you looked at it from the side and you were like, oh, we have peaks and valleys. And so I'm like, Matt, something's wrong with the wood on the wall. And so, um, oh my gosh. So he forever thought, well, it's because I used that damp rag and then water got like maybe between them and then it was pulling some of them apart. And and I'm like, it's cedar. I, I just, I don't know. And it's not like you were using buckets of water. Like you had a damp rag. So, okay. So we went with that. We took it all down and apart. And then um, Matt, like, he used the new wood like that we had and we had to go buy more. Um, and then he's like, okay. And so then he was like trying to, he was like rigging up like, uh, brooms and things. So like they, you know, were holding things flat on the wall. We were, you know, like taping long pieces of wood on the wall so that it would hold the pieces on the wall. And I'm like, this is just weird. Right. Well, so this second time with this new wood, it, none of that happened. Even after we painted, um, we did have to patch the holes again. I used a small sander instead of a damp rag. Again, it was not a lot of water. But what we found out in the end was wherever they had kept those new packages of wood planks, water must have, like they got damaged or they got warped. And so we, you couldn't see it you know, just by cutting the wood and putting them up, but that they were warped once we got them on and got them like it got situated on the wall against the new boards, they were warped. So I will still always tell you to pick up supplies when you find them at a yard sale, but definitely give them a good look over, you know, especially with wood because the heat, the cold, damp, wet, all of that can expand. That's something I've learned from my dad anything um like and maybe what we should have done because we just came out of a winter too um is brought those in because my dad would always say like if we were lay went laying laminate flooring or anything like that he's like bring it in the house it's got to get acclimated before we work with it and we didn't do that and so you know maybe that alone too would have helped we just matt just you know took it down measured and cut it and then put it on the wall where the new stuff you know that we had picked up at the store had been in inside and and was fine so that could have been it as well so definitely you just got to think about those things so that was a bad experience that just happened um 
painting without priming. Anybody else? Anybody else just want to skip that priming thing so we can just get the painting done? <laughs> like really one more step. I don't want to do it. It'll be just fine. I'm just going to paint this wood a few coats and it'll cover everything up. Don't do it. Prime first, especially if you're working with like a knotty wood or um, <laughs> Gabrielle's room is still there's some boards that we didn't prime and you can still, you know, it's peeking through. Always prime before you paint, um, especially like wood, um, you know, not ne not necessarily your walls, but like in our flip houses, we've learned you sometimes you need to prime, you know, not I would I, you know, depending on the wall, I would not prime every wall. But a lot of most everything else, wood and things like that, you should be priming before you paint. So don't learn the hard way because it's just once you get the paint on there, then the primer, we've done that too. Painted it. And it's like we should have primed. OK, let's put primer on it now. And then it's, it's just not the same. Prime first, <laughs> paint second. You should go through that step. Um, not painting a ceiling when you're in the midst of painting a room over or just painting a room like oh the ceiling doesn't need it like it's okay we're just going to paint the walls the ceiling always needs it you'll get that new paint on the walls and you'll be like oh my gosh the ceiling looks so bad so paint the ceiling too um you know i mean unless you've just painted it recently it's you're gonna notice that it needs it um as you're painting the walls so paint the ceiling too now we have, I have stories and stories from flip houses that we've done. Um, but one that comes to mind is like, we try to do, we do all of the work ourselves that we can. Anything we contract out, you know, is anything like HVAC, um, like big electrical or, you know, plumbing, those kinds of things. But, you know, like the cleaning, oh my goodness, the cleaning we do ourselves, um, and this one, they had big dogs and the amount of slobber that was caked in the windowsills with the dog hair. I mean, like even just thinking about it just makes me. <laughs> so that is not good. That was not good. Um, we actually took away um, a cabinet. We actually rebuilt an entire kitchen in one of our in our smallest flip house we've ever done. And we removed the cabinets, you guys, and some nest of some rodent thank goodness that rodent was long gone but you couldn't see it just like by opening the cabinet door but when we like took the cabinet off the wall oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah so like those kinds of they're DIY projects right it's part of the DIY project you've got to you've got to clean the thing or you've got to you know take something apart to put it back together or to make it new and it's like Ooh, you know, there's a lot of unknowns when you're doing those kinds of things. And just it it's just nasty. And the amount of dog. I mean, can we say it? The amount of dog poop they had in that backyard. Uh, I don't think they had ever picked it up. I mean, so we're talking like those kinds of jobs, too, that are not. Um, it's part of the whole experience of flipping houses. Like you've got to get the yard looking right. The landscaping, you know, curb appeal. And that's just part of the job. That's not a fun DIY experience. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. Um, as far as like for spaces like where you're going to live, uh, we have learned, I have learned, I have learned. Because Matt is really like, Lindsay, I trust you. If you say like that's going to look good or like that's what you think we need to do, that, then he'll do it. Um, but I have... Not and not so much anymore, but I have in the past made decisions way too quickly, like just to get it done. 
And, you know, we are, you know, we don't think we're going to be in this house forever, uh, but we may be here for a couple more years. But I know in my next house, I will definitely live in the space for a while before tearing down anything, before painting anything, before, you know, unless it's like an, like for sure, like this is happening. But I'm going to live there for a minute and just to see how I'm going to live in the space, use the space, like what we really need before I make any decisions. Because you, those those decisions you're making so quickly, you will you will change them. So it's money wasted, time wasted, effort wasted. Just live with it. Make sure you know exactly what you want and, and then make that decision. Another one that I put on this list is not doing simple projects now. Every time we do a simple project, like it could be changing a light fixture, or it could be painting a wall, or it could be putting down new flooring in a small room where it's not like, you know, labor. Well, I shouldn't say labor intensive, but it's not like really expensive or it's not going to take months and months. Like you're not tearing down walls. It's like, why didn't we do this sooner? Like you just keep putting those off. Don't do that because you're going to be so happy once they're done and you're going to you're just going to reap the benefits. So don't put those those little projects off. Uh, buying things online for DIY projects, for, you know, a makeover. Uh, make Just always make sure there's a return policy because you don't want to be, you don't want to be out that money. I like to see, feel, um, you know, the things that I'm buying, but sometimes I can find, you know, better prices online. And so I always make sure there's a return policy uh, because, you just got to make sure that stuff's right when it comes to you. And if not, you need to be able to return it. Um. Oh, here's here's a good one, you guys. This is this is a good story. Painting at night. <laughs> so Matt and I, when we first moved into this house, we have painted every wall in this house. I don't even know, like four or five times. But let me just tell you about the living room. The living room, which goes into the entry, which goes into the hallway, which goes to the bedrooms. Like, so it's like, you know, one continuous paint color, if you know what I mean, for a while. And on a whim, I'm like, I think I want this light blue color in this, in this room. Oh my gosh, you guys. This was, I mean, maybe a year into, I mean, we, two years into living here, I'm like, oh my gosh. Anyway, so we went and got this paint. And this is going to go into another thing. Always buy sample paint. Always, always, always do not just buy gallons of paint off of the paint swatch. Don't do it. Don't do it. I've done it many times and it's, it's, it's not, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Don't spend the money uh, on a gallon that you may not love. But anyway, so painted this whole, I mean, we stayed up to like one in the morning and I even went to bed and Matt finished it. Like he stayed up even later. I got up in the morning and I was like, what just happened? I hate this color. Like instantly I knew it. I am not leaving it this color. It was, you guys, <laughs> I mean, I wish I, I, I can't even think of a, it wasn't like a pretty Robin's egg blue. I, no, it was darker. That morning, my sister uh, used to live across the street from us and I, she went to work or she went to something. I don't even know. And she looked up in the window and she could see the blue color and she called me or she's like, what is in your living room? And I'm like, don't even. We had, Matt had stayed up later. We painted all of that, that, and that next day I got up and I'm like, this has got to go. Went back to the paint store, got a new color and repainted it. Don't paint at night and do not paint an entire room. Don't buy the gallons. Get the samples. And you need to look at that color in the day, the, you know, the morning, the afternoon, the night, the cloudy days, the sunny days. Like leave that sample on your wall or wherever you're putting it for a few days because you need to make sure that you like it. 
Uh, and don't paint at night. Don't paint at night. <laughs> I mean, you can paint at night, but just make sure that you've seen that sample at night, morning, afternoon. Um, oh my gosh, you guys, we still laugh about that. Matt doesn't so much, but I do. Um, uh, another bad DIY experience we've learned over the years is going cheap when you really shouldn't. Um, you know, there's definitely ways to save money and there's, you know, there's definitely things where you can like go lower end. Um, but like for tools and paint brushes and, you know, furniture and, you know, those kinds of things, don't go cheap because you're gonna, you're gonna, it's not going to last and you're going to spend more money in the end anyway. So definitely on certain things, I say, don't always go cheap. Um, and, and, and you guys know me, I'm like the frugal person. Like I'm always trying to save money, but there are just those things where I'm not, I've learned the hard way. I'm not going to just go the cheapest, you know, like paintbrushes is one of the worst. We have wasted so much money on the cheapest paintbrushes because they don't hold up. You can't wash them. Like it's just, it's a nightmare. The paintbrushes that I love now, I've had them forever. Like they're just, they're a dream. So there are certain things that you can't go cheap on. So don't, so don't do that. And always measure 15 times, not once. Measure 15 times before you cut, hang, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're doing. Make sure that you are measuring over and over again. Um, and here's that last thing that I'll just say, uh, just for this one. And I'm this list could go on and on. So maybe I'll do another one of these. But um, living with something that you can't, that you just hate because you don't want to do the work. It's like, you know, there's a room in your house and it's purple and you just hate the color purple, but yet you just don't want to go through the work to, to paint it. But I mean, in an afternoon's work or, you know, a Saturday of painting, then you've got the rest of the time to not hate that color or hate that space or do the work. Don't just live with something because you're you don't want to do the work. And if you don't want to do the work, hire it out. But don't just live with something um, that you don't love. You need to your home needs to be a place that you can come and just relax in and, you know, just be present in and just love, you know, after a long day, just it's a place for your family and just, you just don't live with it if you hate it. If you don't want to do the work, then hire it out. Uh, but, but yeah, so anyway, some of these things, I'm trying to think as we're in this bathroom, we're, we, oh, another thing, I mean, bad DIY experiences, another thing that happened in the bathroom. Uh, we are right now waiting for a family member who is a plumber, which I mean, yeah, so it's just, it's like, we're, we're just at a standstill. We can't move forward until this other work gets done because Matt, we were putting the vanity back and Matt actually hit the pipe that goes under the sink. <laughs> okay, it, it was actually a, a blessing in disguise because he didn't like, you know, run into it or hit it hard. He barely tapped it. And it was so brittle and like it, it was going to start leaking in our house if we didn't, if that didn't happen. So it was a, definitely a blessing in disguise. But you guys, again, this is another gross one, but uh, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. It's, um, the, yeah, like the, the smell and like, you know, what came out of that pipe was something that made me like leave the house. You know what I mean? It's one of those. So, um, 
so it's those kinds of things too. Those bad DIY. Oh my gosh, I just I can't get that. Um, but like some of them are blessings in disguise. And most of these, you guys, that went bad or like, oh my gosh, why did we do that? They were all learning experiences. Like we will never do these things again because these things happened. Um, and like this pipe or I don't even know if it's a pipe, I whatever it is that broke. Um, like, thank goodness it did because we would have got that bathroom done and we probably wouldn't have noticed that leak for like ever. Um, you know, it's like with every little leak that happens, it's like it takes until it's like ripping up other flooring or like gone through the entire house that you then notice it. And it's done a lot more damage. Whereas thank God it broke now and we can get it fixed and, and done right. But, but yeah, so like I said, I could probably talk your ear off about this because we've had so many DIY projects. We've had flip houses. We've worked in our own houses. We've worked in my dad's flip houses. <laughs> if I sat down with that and said, let's just give me another 10, I could probably do, do another one of these. But I definitely can tell you not every project goes right. Not every project goes exactly as we planned. And there are many projects that I just scrap all together because I get to that point where I'm like, no, this I, I'm not putting any more effort into this. It's not working. And so I just have to walk away. So um, and that is also something I've learned over a lot of blood, sweat and tears over DIY projects because it's not worth it. Learning to walk away is probably one of the best lessons you can learn in the whole DIY realm and world because um they're not all worth it. I'm just saying they're not all worth it. So I would love to hear what would be super fun. I would love to come on and I wouldn't share your name. If you guys could let me know what your worst DIY or bad DIY experiences have been. Oh my gosh, it'd be fun to kind of come on and share some of those. I would never share your name, but um, I would love to kind of go back and forth with some of your bad DIY experiences and kind of be like, yes, I've done that or okay, thank God. You know, I know that now. I'm not going to do that. Thank, thanks for sharing that. But so let me know. Um, you can email me at lindsay at mycreativedays.com. Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know that you heard the podcast um, and then let me know your bad experience because I, it would be so much fun to kind of talk back and forth about them and, um, and kind of commiserate with each other. So uh, and if you're watching the podcast or watching the podcast, no, you're not listening to the podcast. Will you screenshot it and share it on your Instagram um, and tag me at my creative days? Uh, I would love to see, uh, you know, when you are listening to it and um, I'd love to share that. So uh, and as always, I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you guys again next week. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you and my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off, and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here and I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.